but no, nah, like, you know, it's crazy. Like, um, I was just thinking, like, who were you saying? Shit, I just forgot. That's how I the Ghetto Boys. That was the first rap song. No, like, I hated, like, learning, a re- like, when a new video or a new song would come on back in the day mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and I would learn the, like, edited version, and then i get the album version, <laughs> and that <laughs> shit. And it's not, it's not the same. Not nowhere near the same. Bonefuzz and Harmony was notorious for doing that shit. Oh. Yeah. Like, first of the month was totally different. <laughs> On the fucking album. And the fucked up part is you had to decipher what they were actually saying. I'm like, but it wasn't even just they edited words. The entire verse was changed. Even on um, their song, Look Into My Eyes. Mm -hmm. Crazy Bone verse was totally different. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a, a matter of fact, I'm pulling that shit up right now. Is that what we're going to hear? That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play. I'm going to play some classic bone. Bone, 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 bone. I'm going to play some classic bone. Um, that's how I felt about D12 Purple Pills. Or purple yeah, that was another one. Yeah, Purple Pills, Purple Pills. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, it's a little bit darker. Uh, a a, a little bit darker. darker. Man. I mean, all right, both- so I'm a. So I'm going to play the, the video version, which was for the Batman Forever soundtrack, by the way, because was, so that was a good look for them at the time. No, we're not going to play the, the, the stupid internet ad that I don't care about. That we're not no getting sponsorship plugs. for, by the way. People. No free plugs. Mm-hmm. At all. Nope. No shameless plugs today. <laughs> but um, as soon as this uh, ad goes by. Brought to you by Adblocker. Wow. <laughs> wow, that was loud. R.I.P. headphone you. R.I.P. to the nice headphones. These are these days. Oh, actually, no. This is the not the edited version. Fucker, this is the album version. This is the album version put over the video. <laughs> nigga, I hate niggas, dog. <laughs> I hate niggas. Niggas can't do shit right. So, you guys want to change get, shit. They had to get as many views as possible, so they're like. Yeah. So listen to the crazy verse of this one. It's actually right, I gotta fast forward because his verse is second. This is the first video that Busy wasn't in. Everybody was like, oh shit, they beefing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. They had a picture of him and they were so. Look into my eyes and tell me what it is you see. That was the first ride I really was like, so nice. Like, I, go to the extra room. I learned this one first. So that's his. That's the CD. That's, that's the that's the, the, the album version. Let me let me let me let me let me play you though. Did you know the, memory foam was? Nice. I'm tired of these ads, by the way. I know. Nice and wholesome, very clean. But just, yeah. you know, very, very soundtrackish. For all the, the people to love. Very soundtrackish, you know. Very white. Just, very, very, you know, very, you know, very clean. Very cool, white, white cool. people approved. You know, it was cool. Very clean for the kids, by the way. Big, fuck, mold. 
it. I need to. I need to edit the version. Okay, I need to. Okay, so that it's funny because they they had the the, the the cussing version for busy verse, but then the fucking that chapter for uh that was crazy. stupid. All right, who? Here you go. Come on, say. We're gonna work this out. This show, yeah, this show's not. Basically talking about how niggas when Crucial Conflict and them came out. Yep. And oh. Biting. Yep. That's all that was. Hey, that was his response. Bar, you know that what makes a nigga think he could bite my shit and call his shit original? He <laughs> told y'all niggas. <laughs> Shade. Hey. That was directed at Twister. That was directed at Do It Die. It was a conflict. Everybody oh, in Chicago. Yeah, basically. Everybody Anybody is. who rapped just as fast. It was like, nah, niggas, y'all ain't about to take my shit. Now we platinum. Y'all niggas want to come out. We got Grammys and shit. Here y'all niggas want to come trying to, trying to, uh, trying to you know, trying to restore the feeling. <laughs> trying to ride the wave. But yeah, that's the kind of shit. It was like, nigga, why you change the whole verse? I just learned a regular one. Nope. <laughs> yep. They want you to know about the beef. No, but even um, they didn't want the, the lazy's last verse on um, first of the month was totally different. It yeah, was like really? different. Yeah, I'm really? like nigga, yeah. Bone was notorious for that shit. Used to drive me crazy. I'm like, nigga, I just learned the radio version. Here you come. The funny thing about Bone is though, when them niggas first came out, it was the uh, summer. Um, between sixth and seventh, music. I think it was sixth and seventh. Between sixth and seventh grade, I think. Something like that. Something like that, and. You know, it used to come on from the, the box or whatever. The box. So I'm thinking, oh, Thugger's Rick and Bone. I'm thinking, I'm the only nigga who know this shit. I'm going to school. Everybody like, nigga, everybody know this shit when I get to school. I'm like, fuck. Everybody <laughs> rapping Bone. I'm like, oh, motherfuckers. Well, everybody and their mama know this damn song. I'm like, shit, I thought I was going to be up with something. <laughs> um, nope, nope. You, nope. Yeah, I thought, thought wrong. wrong. You thought. <laughs> um, you thought. Uh, but we are, we are, what? Two minutes almost damn near. I don't know how long we, we've been recording. Been, this has been ready. It's been that, a minute. That took about a feed. But I'm going to actually properly introduce this fucking podcast now. Yeah, we can do Because um, we're in perfect as you, as you can, right. As you can hear, as you can see, well, maybe one day. Um, we're getting there. I am, I am Will K. the King, and this is the Down with the King podcast, episode 38, if I am not mistaken. Um, we are. I am currently joined by, um, first and foremost, um, the young sir, Mr. Dreads himself, Mommy. young young husband. Uh, yes, <laughs> speaking <of> <laughs> I'm coming soon, by the way. <laughs> Young husband. I'll become someone, by the way. 2020 is my year. You thought it was yours? Young husband. That's H-U-S-B-A-N-D. Yes. That was sad. Um, and we're also joined by um, the, the, the budding thespian, um, 
uh, Ashley K A Y. Hey, like um, She just now. yeah, she's Ashley. <laughs> Me love you a long time. She's for currently cool. embracing her white side. She has blonde <laughs> hair now, and a, and a beanie on. So I don't know what she's trying to be. All she so missing is some so Uggs. Where's the Taylor Swift in the spunk? Oh, uh, I hate Taylor Swift. Talking about shake it off, shake it off. Like I feel like no, I, I, would, I can't stand Taylor Swift. At this point, no. when she no. walks, all she hears shake it off, no. shake it off. I don't have pumpkin spice do. either. Look what you made me do. Look, I, I, I can't like stick it and I like it. Was it is it safe that we, do we have bad blood? Uh, no. <laughs> Again. Um, but it's uh. We're back, as always. Um, ready for some shenanigans. Um, as we were, um, as we were getting ready to record, um, I got harassed and cursed out because I said Doug is overrated and some stupid cartoon called Recess was trash. Stop! I am ready to double down on those assertions that both of those cartoons are trash. Sir, I'm pretty sure I've said on here that Doug was the most overrated cartoon I've ever heard of in my life. Sir. And I agree. Please. Uh, Again, even when it first originated on Nickelodeon. It's a terrible fucking cartoon. There was nothing interesting about this cartoon. I don't know why y'all. And I feel like it's one of those things where we, you know, we, we, we fanaticize, we um, fanaticize things that from our childhood. But when we go back and really watch that shit, that shit was trash. I'm sorry. And it's just like I'm realizing. When I, cause I, you know, Disney Plus just recently came out, so it's a bunch of shit from my, you know, all these old it cartoons. Recess is on Disney Plus. And, yep, and you, when you go back and watch some of these old ass cartoons, actually, I thought tra- Recess was trash back then, but it was that was after my time as a kid. I was probably a teenager by that point. I wasn't watching trash cartoons. I was more in anime at that point. <sighs> probably getting in like right getting in anime and shit. Mm-hmm. I still watched some cartoons, but it was more like the. Like the Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I mean, you still had some other ones that were decent, but that was meant for kids, and that cartoon was trash even for kids. Um, wow. Even for kids was for kids. Now it's trash. And then wow. uh, Doug was trash. I'm sorry, Doug was trash. Um, Arnold was trash. Ah! No, um, you would not disrespect Arnold. Arnold was trash. Come on. Because of the what? only thing Arnold has ever did great was that meme. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, what else do you? Um, Rugrats was dope. Rugrats was great. Bobby's World was great. Um, fucking what else? Uh, it's another one of y'all. Y'all finished. So, finish. how'd you feel about Cat Dog? The fuck is that? Sir, please. It came right on what between Rugrats that? and Hey Isn't Arnold and Rocket Power on Nickelodeon. Cat Dog. The only, the, the only one, the, the only one in that that the list that you read that even deserves to be mentioned is Rugrats. Rugrats. I mean, everybody loves Rugrats. That's the only one that needs to be mentioned. The other ones are trash. If I don't, I don't know what the fuck they are. Yeah, the spin-offs, oh. I will say that spin-offs are just... Rugrats I, is I trash. Know. I mean, I'm sorry. Those ones you just mentioned are trash. Rugrats is great. Um, all Grown Up was trash. What yeah. Is, uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of what else was, uh What else was trash that y'all think it was great? As told by Ginger, Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann was the shit. Come that was on. trash too. Pepper Ann, that what? was like the start of feminism. That was trash. For women. No, like, Daria was more feminist than her. Uh, okay. And Daria was great. Um, so Beavis and Butthead? It was amazing. That was one of the first like adult cartoons it really was. Honestly, yeah. that was like that yeah. was like the, the, the less disgusting the Ren and Snippy. <laughs> It kind of was. I didn't care for Red and Stimpy like Red that. Red and Stimpy was dumb that. sometimes. Yeah, I, I it was just, it was goofy. I mean, but looking at Red and Stimpy with, with, with new Expect- eyes now, mm-hmm. 
It was yeah. it was rough. It was rough. Okay, but Tiny but Toons, it's, please tell me. Tiny Toons was amazing, but okay. that's my that's my era right there. I mean, I, Tiny Toons is amazing. That. Animaniacs yeah, is amazing. Oh, I loved Animaniacs. All the Warner Pinky Brothers the cartoons back in the day was amazing. Like, yeah. All the Warner Brothers stuff was great. Yeah, like, during that time. Even the Disney had, stuff, Goof yeah. Troop, fucking oh, yes. Darkwing Duck, DuckTales. Duck like, we grew up with amazing cartoons. The generation after me, some of them shits out. Like, y'all, oh, like, I'm like, yeah, what is this shit? It's just trash. No, I was borderline cusps. So. Like, this shit's trash. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Who are no, the shit now is even terrible. But, no, nah, like, the shit we grew up on, like, when I was a kid, like, oh, this shit was amazing. Like, the crazy part was I just rewatched the X-Men animated series. Yes. What? We used to watch some violent-ass cartoon. Uh, yeah. yeah. I forget how violent this fucking cartoon was. Uh, yeah. Everybody was dying yeah. or trying to kill people. <laughs> Yeah, Jay like, was always know, under attack. Wolfie was always like, in the Like, niggas always trying to, and Wolfie trying to kill people. But even, like, Celebrity Deathmatch. Like, yeah, but that, that was, was meant like, to be that way. It was an adult show. But it, um, it, this was a cartoon targeted to kids, uh, and them yeah. niggas was murking niggas. Uh, even Gargoyles was kind of on the violent side. Gargoyles is amazing. Actually, I, I gotta rewatch that. I gotta rewatch that, too. It's on Disney Plus, too. Uh-huh. I gotta start rewatching. Yep, now, yep. I just finished X-Men. It's funny, I forgot that the, by the third or fifth season was trash. It was, like, eight <laughs> episodes, and they, they had changed the entire animation yeah. like it was yeah, the drawing was, was different yeah. it was like on the AI it was really 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 bad um but the yeah they, it was it, and I'm just I actually just watched I've watched three of the X-Men series well, a few episodes because one of the newer episodes um, the more um, recent X-Men series X-Men Evolution where they were in like a high school or some yeah, shit yeah. <laughs> it was oh, it wow. wasn't the greatest but there was like the, the Apocalypse storyline that was really good yeah they did the Apocalypse storyline they did in the two seasons was good so I watched that those episodes and then there was one other X-Men show X-Men and the Wolverine uh, X-Men um, Wolverine and the X-Men or some shit like that Someone. and that was the more recent they only had one season but that one was more adult based for sure mm-hmm. um, so I've been watching I just started watching that one today um it was only one. Literally, it was only one season, like 22, 20 episodes, one season. That was it. And they, it was it was done and gone. But um, yeah, uh, no, um, that yeah, I I stand by Douglas Trash. Anybody oh, that got a problem with it, fight me. Um, fine. But Doug is trash. I will. Um, we'll tag team him. Recess was trash. Um, I can't believe that I hear this. But Randall, Randall the snitch. That I don't know like, any of those people. It's trash. Oh my god. He ain't not. He he want to be Maximilian from fucking Science Two so bad. No. <laughs> No. no, he was a little different. He wasn't nah, rich. He wasn't you don't rich matter. What? What about the personality? Eh, what? what? Uh, oh, and on the best snitch in cartoons is Phineas and Ferb's sister. Because she never Phineas. got it right. Phineas and Ferb is dope. Phineas and Ferb is amazing. I, I never got into that. Candace never really Phineas got Phineas and Ferb is the most amazing cartoon, especially if you're a person that likes to create shit. Because yeah. them niggas just make... You know what? What do I feel like doing today? First of all, I just oh, want to point is, out... The whole episode... This is the, the whole just, show is basically the epitome of white privilege. Ferb, first and foremost. Because how the fuck... It's really just Ferris Bueller if you could do whatever the fuck he wants. That is literally what the show hey we're gonna do this today and literally we're gonna make an amusement park today oh okay we're gonna build a rocket ship tomorrow so this was worse than pinky and the brain in regards to them trying to create all this shit to take well, well yeah they were trying to take over the world Phoenix and Ferb could just do what the fuck they wanted right. and they got he, away with listen, it listen their the, sister the, would always the, try to snitch on them and she could never every time she tried to catch him it was always they always missed me always missed it the only time and also, she, the only time also she got over their pet planet puss was a secret agent yep 
that was in the secret. Uh, it was in the circle of another. Oh, and the villain, the the professor, is so stupid smirks. He is so dumb. Oh, also another one that was great. Powerpuff Girls is great. I love. They Powerpuff did Mojo Girls. Jojo terribly though. Yeah. Like, which one? The one with the old animation. Or I, the original. Uh, uh, I was the, the always original. a fan of uh, Bubbles. Nah, because it was like I the, love the first Bubbles. one because that like, came from that Dexter's Laboratory. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Bravo. That's what I'm yeah. That that group. That whole, mm-hmm. yeah. That cartoon era. Cartoon. Those cartoons were amazing. For Cartoon Network. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Johnny then, Bravo was they great. They got the smoking crack and now Dexter's Laboratory was fucking awesome. I hated his sister with her Didi, dumb ass. Diddy was just, just awful. She's stupid. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, was, what were we talking about? Um, what was the other PowerPoint goes? Nigga, them niggas used to murk Mojo Jojo just for of the... Course. That nigga couldn't breathe. Right. Niggas <laughs> whooping his ass. <laughs> Mojo just went to the right, punch. It's just for no fucking reason. But I love them. That nigga's... Can't utter a word. These niggas say they come. Oh, you know, we're gonna do today. We're gonna meet Bo- we're gonna beat Mojo Jojo's ass. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> um Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. But yeah, um, there are some great cartoons, but the one some of the ones y'all think is great, I'd be like, Oh, uh, of course you just want yeah, okay. different. No, no, just just some objective speaker. Mm-hmm. Of Don't course. fall into the trap of um Going with the sheeps. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you can't. All right, so we we have some serious things to actually talk about today. Mm. Um, it's, it's, oh, let's it's down. I have um, it's down the mood. Right. I have uh, no, it's cool. We're we're uh, discussing libations. <laughs> <laughs> this man over here is parched. This must be juice. <laughs> the thirst dry. is real. The thirst is real. In this case, yes. <laughs> the literal thirst is like real. Real, real thirsty, nigga. Oh my god. This, this, Ew, this, yeah. all this hate for Disney god. classics has left this man parched. No, those are Nickelodeon shows, the ones you just mentioned. Oh, well, Recess is a Disney one, but the rest of them, no. Yeah, Recess is Disney. Doug is Disney now. That's Nickelodeon, though. Originally, yes. But I don't know how Disney took over that. Oh, that, Doug? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that would happen like, anyway. Like, how did... Mm, okay. Maybe, maybe they bought the rights to that, too, because they buying up everything. They probably <laughs> did. Nickelodeon used to be the shit back in the day. Nickelodeon. Yeah. You had... I used to wake up in the morning, David and Gnome. afraid of the dark? David and Gnome used to be the first thing that came on in the morning yep. when I was a kid. David and Gnome. Uh, what is it? Well, Chris, uh, explains it all. The whole snit line. Clarissa was good. Um, the whole snit line. Before, it, what, what did she do after that? What was her show after Sabrina. Sabrina. That's what it was. I kind of like, where, it was Sabrina, yeah. yeah. I freaking love Sabrina. Um, Remake on Netflix. Netflix it's dark. It's not bad. It's just, it. it's, it's, it's really dark. dark. It's just a dark show. We actually it's had this dope. discussion at rehearsal about that last night. One uh, the assistant director, he said the reason why he hates this version on Netflix is because the cat doesn't talk. This, uh, I can deal with Salem not talking. I you mean talking with, with his mouth? No, uh, like, he, like, he's not a puppet like he was on the show. Right. He's not animatronic. This is, you know, so basically, it, it's the same people that had an issue with Lion King. Pretty much. <laughs> Only they were using a real cat. Yeah. This was a real cat in the uh, Sabrina remake. Oh. Really? <laughs> but it wasn't like, it wasn't all CGI and it didn't look realistic. You know, it wasn't, like, it wasn't like the travesty that is Lion King. CGI. It wasn't that bad, but whatever. We're not going to get back into that discussion because I don't care enough to talk about it. But what I do want to talk about. 
Oh, this is gonna be fun. This is why I needed some juice because I'm gonna yell. You are going to yell. What do you not ever yell? Well, yeah, my voice does carry. I'm a father's child. (laughs) Speaking of which, shouts to my dad. Um, what's up, OG? Shouts to my dad. Shouts to senior. Um, OG. Because my car fucking broke down the other day. My starter went out, and my pops helped me out, and I appreciate him. Um, what's up? And I'm rich. He's gonna be on payroll. Hey, he's gonna be. He's going to be my. Um, he's gonna be my payroll on my payroll as a uh, in-house mechanic. No, no, <laughs> just as advisor. Like, hey, yeah, financial advisor, or just overall advisor. Overall advisor to the the Collier compound. What was John Laronias' title? The uh, interim raw manager and in resident white guy. <laughs> Who talk like he had laryngitis every day? Tony Perry that nigga talk like he DLC. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but then, it, but Before if he did, right. he would talk like, oh, "You talk like this." No, DLC talk like before his voice got fixed. It was. Oh, it got fixed. Oh. Yeah, fixed few years ago. Oh. So did he have that same issue that Brian Pillman had with his voice? No, his voice, his throat got. You ain't see fucking um. I'm straight out of Compton? Yeah, yeah I did. He was in a car accident, remember? Yeah, it's joke uh It's joke got crushed. Yeah. Uh, went through the car window. Uh, the scene when they called um him um Dre to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. And his voice was crushed. Uh, wow. At the prime of his fucking career. Uh, Dude would have been because he was always a great he wrote most of the stuff for in a lot of stuff for NWA. Right, yep. right, right, right. Him and great Q. writer and a good rapper. Uh-huh. Too bad it didn't have a workout. But go ahead. So white. Sock talk. I'm gonna find something first. Sock talk. As always. Well, um, the holidays are coming up. Are you guys excited? Meh. Okay, that sounds like a <laughs> joke. Um, I'm not really prepared. I'm, I'm not really prepared for anything. We actually are 95% done with our shopping for Thanksgiving dinner, which is probably the earliest we've ever done it. Mm. We usually always wait until like three days before. Oh, of course. Along with everybody else and their mother that's mm. trying to grab all the fixings and whatnot. Um, mm. Are you planning to do any Black Friday shopping or no? Yes. I am, yeah. So... Uh, I... I don't know what I'm getting, but I'm going to be doing some... Shopping. More likely electronic-based stuff? I'm more assuming. likely. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be standing out there camping along with the other people? No, no. Pathetic. Okay. Yes. No. Please, please I don't. already hate the cold. Why would I <laughs> Why would I stand outside in the blistering cold just so I can get to a place when the door's open? I did that already. I did that this morning. I opened, I opened up at 6 a.m., so, oh, yeah. at the uh, orange at the, plantation. At the plantation. Uh. So I've literally been up since four. For no reason, actually. I could have got up at five. But mm-hmm. My biological class said, hey, you gotta go piss. <laughs> um, 
Well, I'm also excited because I'm, of course, doing desserts and stuff. Nigga, you can't cook. Shut up. I said desserts. <laughs> Baking. Baking that's, is different. Okay, that's a, hold up, hold up. Wait, why do why you say that? Why does everybody think that cooking and baking are two separate things? Because they are. They are not. <laughs> okay, so explain, Mr. A cooking Genius. The only difference is one thing. You literally cook something. Cooking is the, you want the definition of cooking? Uh-huh, and I'm going to look up the definition of baking, since we're going to uh, do duel for this, so, yeah. Now I'm going to have these donuts, so. Oh, why didn't you bring me one? I stole it from the stove. I know, that's all the practice of The practice of or skill of preparing food by combining, mixing, and heating ingredients. Baking falls under cooking, fuckers. Ashley, your rebuttal. Okay. <laughs> so it says baking is a method of preparing food that uses dry heat normally in an oven, but can also be done in hot ashes or on hot stones. But stone. again, it falls under cooking. The most common baked item is bread, but many other types of foods are baked. Baking falls into cooking because you are mixing things. I am, every time a motherfucker tell me, yeah, I can cook, but I can't bake. Why not? Because, you know, when you cook, you can kind of be a little willy-nilly with the ingredients, but with baking, you got to follow that shit. So you saying you can't follow instructions? Technically, I don't follow baking instructions precisely. And my shit still turns out. Amazing. If you're good at it, you don't have to, which is my point. Just like cooking. <sighs> so when people tell me they can't bake... I think you can't cook. Really? Yes. You can't. You cannot tell me you can cook, but then you tell me you can't bake. Uh. They you can't do one and still not be able to do the other. Now you can say you don't want to do one. That's different. But if you say I don't have the ability to bake, I'm not good at baking. Then you cannot tell me you're a great cook. Because if you're a great cook to me, you can do everything. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just saying, you can't, you can't tell me you're a great singer, but then when I tell you to sing the song, you can't sing it. No, that... Because a great singer, even if they that song is out of their key, they'll make that song fit them. Yeah, but we're talking about singing. It's, the, no, it's a talent either way. It's an ability to do something. It's an ability to do something. If you can cook... You should also be able to bake me a cake. Well, I'm not saying you to... need to decorate the fucking cake. I'm not asking you this cake don't have to. This cake don't have to have. Um, it don't have to have multiple fucking colors. I should be able to tell, give you instructions to bake that cake, and you should be able to do that shit from scratch if you can cook. Well, according to a Le Foodist um, website, they said that there are differences between cooking and what baking. What is the difference? Um, the way the food is prepped. That's it. It's the same thing. Well, I mean, it's literally the same. That's you know what that that person that said that or the business said is because of people like you that want to try to and you basically started searching for a way to prove your point. And I knew what you were doing. It's fine because you just did what all women do. Excuse I'm gonna me? find a way to prove my point. Excuse you me. You are wrong. No. Cooking is all encompassing of all what those I things. Said. I don't fucking care. You're wrong. Yeah, you. you By the sheer definition it. of cooking, the sheer baking definition. falls into that because it is a form of doing that. 
thing. Matter of fact, you are combining probably more ingredients in most cases when you're baking. Yeah. So that falls into cooking. Mm-hmm. Duh. I'm Michael Jackson mm-hmm. eating popcorn. So again, again, as I just stated, when people tell me, hey, I can cook, but I can't bake, or I can bake and I can't cook. Motherfucker, what? How, Sway? I didn't just I wasn't it wasn't like I, I just you know I didn't bake I, I learned how to cook I was a cook a great cook mm-hmm. and I decided to start baking more mm-hmm. I could always bake a couple things here and there but it wasn't nothing major I followed my mom's instructions when I was a kid but as I got older and started figuring out what I wanted to do I started making shit and I got good at it I have been baking for five years only five years? only oh, five well, get yeah. good I'm just great at it Cause that's what I do when I take on some shit. I get great at it. Cause motherfucker, that's me. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, not to toot my own horn. Toot, toot. But- <laughs> so on to more serious matters. All right, song. But enough about that. But you know, we're speaking about cooking. I'm about to light a fire with somebody ass right now. As usual. And I need to. Um, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, oh, my homeboy just had this discussion. Stephen A. Smith. Does he have a mustache or not? So is the black Stephen Anthony Smith. Is the black delegation going to trade him now? We'll get to that. Stephen Anthony Smith. Anthony. Tony. Mr. S9. Mr. S. S a 10, S an 11, S a 12. Mr. Um, get off the weed. Um, okay, so first and foremost, um, Stephen A has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's um, had a couple different stints on ESPN. He worked as uh, he worked for he worked in Philadelphia for years. He um he he worked on ESPN at one point where he had his own show. It was a little show that used to air at like eleven o'clock at night. Called quite frankly, back in the day, mm-hmm. he used to wear long suits, Steve Harvey suits back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of his more famous interviews back then when he um interviewed I- I- Iverson because oh yeah I remember. So he was on ESPN before, um and then he left. I think it was like 06 or something like that. I can't remember. So, Stephen A. So, first of all, when you talk about Stephen A., Stephen A. has been back on ESPN since 2012, and he joined First Take with Skip Bayless at the time, and, you know, whatever the case may be. Now, him and Skip would yell at each other all the fucking time, but they were always saying we're friends and blah, 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 whatever the case may be, and he said, la, 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 um, and they actually showed love to each Skip other. Bayless made his career literally on TV by basically hating LeBron James hmm. um, and bashing LeBron James for his entire career. That's what got him a TV show. Let's be clear. Um, That's kind of sad. But that anyway. is literally the reason he literally has made his bones by by bashing a young bashing black man. Trump. That's sad. That's exactly what he did from the time LeBron came into the league. That is how he got his show on TV and TV, on ESPN, first of all. Um, so, 
but back to back to Stephen A. So Stephen A. has made various controversial statements over the years. He's he said a lot of things that have been that, that leave much to be desired. Um, back when the Ray Rice situation um, happened, he he made a comment that alluded to uh, women potentially provoking um, domestic violence. He did. Uh, he said again? that. He said that. Oh. Um, he said, what did she do? Basically, kind of that thing. The you know, victim blaming thing. He did that. Mm. Bitch. Stephen A has been suspended various times from e- by ESPN for comments he's made. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Stephen A, at this point in his career, which he just resigned a new contract, which is going to pay him $6 million a year. Mm. He's the highest paid person at ESPN now. Mm. Uh, before him was Mike Greenberg, um, who I think got paid like $4 million a couple years ago. Whatever the case may be, Stephen A. Smith because he is the loudest voice on ESPN by sheer volume more than anything he sends he tends to be the person that people look to as the representative of what black people feel mm-hmm. or he 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 portrays himself as that he's portrayed himself that as gone. that for years well no he he's been as far as like the real cuz Stuart, Stuart Scott was he, Unless you like, if you were a person that knew him, but he he wasn't like the person. Like he wasn't on the debate show. He was a he was an anchor, so mm-hmm. he wouldn't go get into controversial topics and things like that. That just wasn't his job. He okay. was just a news guy. He was a news guy. So gotcha. He, but Stephen A. was the guy that was going to quote unquote go there, yeah. so to speak. Um, and he's not the only person. Rob Parker, who he who's from Detroit, used to be when he was on. He used to guest on ESPN on first take. He used to make stupid ass comments, and he and people in Detroit hate him anyway. But <laughs> I remember he made the comment about um, Robert Griffin III when he um, found out his girlfriend, his fiance, was white, and people were wondering like, is he a corn? Is he a real? Is he a brother or is he a cornball brother? Whatever the fuck that means. Um, and I'm gonna also make it a point. To, I'm gonna make this clear before I get into my real like when I really get into it with Stephen A. Black people are not a monolith. That's first and foremost. We are not all the same. We don't all think the same. We don't all believe the same mm-hmm. things. That's just a reality. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anybody to believe that's what I'm saying or that he has to feel the same way as anybody else. And that's not what I'm I'm seeing here. I mean, it's not what I'm going to say. I'm not believe that at all. Because there are certain opinions I have about things and even about the Kaepernick situation in general that people might not necessarily agree with me about, but I'm going to say them. Mm-hmm. So... And I'm actually going to I'm going to double back a little bit and actually start with the Kaepernick situation just so I can give you context on why I'm about to I'm about to lighten the fucking Stephen A. So Stephen A. So first and foremost, most people know the story about Colin Kaepernick. He has not been in the league since 2016. Now, we've talked about it on the show before. He opted out of his last con- his last year contract because he wanted to get a new deal. Unfortunately, nobody signed him and nobody has signed him since then. Mm-hmm. Most people know this is because of his stance on the kneeling, on the kneeling and things doing the um, doing the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that the controversy surrounding it and everything. Um, for the most part, teams don't want to associate with it because they say it's bad PR. And then, of course, you had the fucking president, dumbass, talking about it, which made it even worse. And there are just certain people that don't they don't want to see their sports athletes be political for whatever reason, like they own them or something. Lighting a fire. So, with that being said, um, two, was it two week, a week and a half ago, 
out of nowhere, a report comes out saying the NFL has reached out to Colin Kaepernick to let him know that they are giving him a, a work, they're organizing a workout that that coming Saturday, mm-hmm. and they are going to invite all 32 teams to um, come to the workout. Um, and he's and he's going to have a chance to work off of these teams. Now, he was notified on Tuesday. I'm sorry, he was notified on Tuesday or something, and he said, hey. And I think it was Monday. It was a Monday or Tuesday, and they told him that he had basically two hours to either accept it. Basically, he had no time to plan or anything. He said, hey, this is what it is. They even asked, because normally teams do like scouting and things on Tuesday when it's their, when it's their day off. Usually GMs and coaches are not going to go somewhere on a Saturday because they're usually prepping for the game on Sunday. And the scouts typically are at college games on Saturday. So they asked, hey, can we do this on a Tuesday when more people can actually attend? And NFL told them, no, take it or leave it. Okay. Now, from there, a lot of people had their opinions about like, is this real? But it was like, hey, he's getting his opportunity, so that's all that matters. But a lot of people were like, we don't know if this is going to be what it we thought it was going to be. Because it just kind of came out of nowhere, first and foremost. Because for the most part, nobody was talking about Cap anymore. Like, nobody was really talking about him. Like, it wasn't in the news. It wasn't anything that was impacting the NFL. So it wasn't any real reason for this to happen. There was people speculating that Jay-Z had something to do with it. It was all kinds of different speculation going on about it. So... We, you know, you know, the pundits talked about it all week and well, what they expect and, you know, whether this workout is even going to happen or people saying they don't even think it's going to happen. There's going to, something's going to happen. It's not going to go through something like it was always these dodgy speculation, these opinions and thoughts about what was going to actually go, go down. So Saturday comes. And about 2, 2.30. A post comes out saying that the workout has been moved to a high school in Atlanta, Uh which is 60 miles away from the original location, which is supposed to be at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility. Mm -hmm. So then we get more info. um, And basically what happened is that the NFL presented a waiver to Colin Kaepernick. Um, and the waiver was not the standard waiver that they give. Right. Where this waiver apparently basically would indemnify him from suing the NFL again mm-hmm. for any reason. Um, basically, so we want you to sign this waiver to give up your rights. So because, again, um, for most people that don't know, they've already settled on the previous collusion case that he had against the NFL. So basically, this waiver, which was added language, was not the same waiver that they normally give. This is language that was added to the waiver, basically to protect themselves from Kaepernick suing them again, basically, or bringing another lawsuit against them if he doesn't get it, if he doesn't get signed. Basically, is basically what it was. So, first and foremost, when Kaepernick and Kaepernick then also Kaepernick apparently asked if he could bring his own film crew because his fear was the NFL is going to film it, but they're not going to release all the footage and they're only going to release this. They're going to edit this to the point where I'm going to see the things that the bad throws and the yes, things I missed. That's what my friend was talking um, about. And so <laughs> they, they're going to edit it. So it makes me look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wanted to bring his own film crew. He wanted to bring, he wanted to let the media in. Um, and so these were things that, and so after the NFL wouldn't agree to that on Friday, apparently he decided to find, they started looking for another location and they found this high school. 
Now, the, state, the statement was apparently that the 23 teams were at the facility in Atlanta to see him. He didn't show, and maybe a half hour to an hour before the workout is when they found out about the new location. Now, this new location, again, was 60 miles away from the original location. So, the so only eight teams ended up making it to the, addition, the other location. Um, and then afterwards, he gave his little soliloquy about the NFL need to stop running. We, we've been out here. We've been saying this, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, immediately after all this came out, Stephen A., not even waiting until Monday, posted on his Instagram, he don't want to play. He want to be a martyr. Oh. 23 teams came and you didn't show up. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to do this. You want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. See, I told y'all he want to play. I want to play. He's want to be a martyr. He want, he wants the attention. So a couple things. And when you, you, so I'm going to touch on cap first before I get into Stephen A. So I have a couple feelings about the cap in this situation. And as it regards to what just happened, the first thing is this. First and foremost, anybody with sense can tell that the NFL was trying to get over on him as far as trying to get him to sign that waiver. And I'm not going to ever dispute that. That was true. Mm-hmm. That is a factual thing. They were trying to protect themselves um, from him suing them again if he didn't get signed. Now, as from a like, and I'm always a bit, you know, I'm always a devil's advocate person. So from a business standpoint, I can understand why they did it. But I also understand why Cap wouldn't sign it. So I see both sides on that. Now, the devil is in the details in regards to this part, though. As a as Kaepernick, because people say well, he wants to control the narrative and you know controlling the narrative and controlling how things are viewed. Now, if if from one standpoint, I understand where, yeah, if the NFL films it, they can just edit it, make me look terrible. Mm-hmm. The same goes for him. He could just edit to make himself look great. Mm-hmm. So that's not mutually exclusive on either side. Like, that's just not. It's it's the fact that either one can do the same thing. The other thing about it is this. The NFL, he wants back in the NFL. He's made that clear. Mm-hmm. If you want back in the NFL knowing what you know and what you've already been through, you're going to have to eat shit to some extent. Yeah. Because, again, that's their organization. They don't have to sign you. Playing in the NFL is not a a right. It's a privilege. So because you're a great football player does not mean I automatically get to play in the NFL. That's just not how it works. So if I want to play in NFL, I'm go- it's just like working at a job and they say just like okay, the um the the Yankees. The Yankees have a no facial hair policy. Yeah. So if you have a full beard or anything, you have to shave your hair when you play on that team. Mm-hmm. Oh. That is a policy. 
no facial hair. And that's for the Yankees. For the New York Yankees, specifically. That is a policy for that team. Because it's their uniform. It's it's part of their uniform as far as they're concerned. So you cannot have facial hair. So there have been players who have had full fucking beards. When they get signed by the Yankees, that shit has to go. Mm -hmm. But you signed a contract. Right. So that is part of what comes with that contract is that you have to abide by whatever rules come with that contract. Mm-hmm. So the same thing goes that cap, yes, as much as look, I, I understand not acquiescing to whatever the demands are and not giving in and having a certain level of principle and things like that. But then you can't say you want to play in the NFL. It's, it's, because in, in if his you, point, it's really got to be one or the other. You can't do point, both. Yeah. It's not going to happen mm-hmm. because you can't allow you as a bit from a business standpoint. I have to protect myself from getting sued again because I already lost once. Right. That's first and foremost. So from a business standpoint, I completely understand them saying, yeah, I can't really let myself get sued again. So I understand that you can't read that and involved with you trying to sneak that in. But I understand why they did it mm-hmm. because. If I'm a if I'm a business, I don't want to get sued again. I don't want to go through the shit again. I don't want to get sued because you ain't, you ain't get a job. That's just me. It's no different than when you um when you do uh when you do a assessment online for a, a, a job or if you do an application. There's usually a disclaimer that says this is no this is not a promise or a guarantee of employment. Mm-hmm. It always says that. So, and that's there for a reason. It's a disclaimer to protect themselves legally. Um, one, I had one professor years ago that literally had to put a he put a disclaimer in his syllabus because there was a case where a kid sued a professor because the work, the stuff in the syllabus was changed. It didn't follow it, and so they said, "Well, this is considered a contract." So, and they got they got they actually got reckon they had reconciliation for that. So that he's like, I'm not, I'm putting a disclaimer in this shit that this shit can change because you have to protect yourself from because some people are, they're just litigious and they like to file lawsuits, especially in certain places. They just do. So from a business standpoint, I completely understand the NFL saying we don't want to get sued again. I understand that because they consider this workout. He can do great. He can do terrible. If he does great and nobody signs him still, then what? Because mm-hmm. I could just be mad and be like, well, nobody signed me and I did great. Because again, even if you do great, they're still not required to sign you to a contract. It's not, this is not a, this is not me guaranteeing you going to get back into the league. So from their standpoint, I do understand that. But again, as I said, I also understand his side of it. But from his point of view, if you want to play in the NFL, you know you're going to have to eat shit. Right. That's just the reality of it. There are certain things you're going to have to accept about working for that organization or wanting to be a part of that organization that you're going to have to accept. You can be critical of them and you can not like everything they do. And NFL players complain about a lot of things that NFL does all the fucking time. Every day on Twitter, all the time. Eric Reed, who was a part of the lawsuit, is in the league now and still complains about the NFL. But again, there are certain things you're going to have to accept because Eric Reed complained when he came back to the league how he had been drug tested a whole bunch of times. That's part of being in the league. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell was just complaining because he said he's gotten tested 
like five times in the last like 10 weeks or something for HGH. And it's supposed to be random drug tests, but he keeps getting tested. So these are things you have to accept being part of the league, though. Mm -hmm. There are just certain things you're going to have to accept being if you want to be a part of that club. And that's really what it boils down to. So while I truly I support him and his uh, right to say, no, I'm not going to acquiesce to y'all. I'm going to stand by my, my principles. Also, have to say, if you're standing on principle, you can't want to be back in the NFL because your principles don't mean shit when you sign the contract. They just don't, because it's not a negotiation at that point. You don't want to want to be back in their league. If it's just that you want to play football, you could go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You can go to the fucking CFL. You can fucking go to the XFL. <laughs> about to say that. Like, <laughs> there, are, there are other opportunities out there for you if you really just want to play football. But you specifically want to play in the NFL. So if you want to play in the NFL, the only one that's going to happen is on their terms. It's not going to happen on yours. Because again, you don't own the team and you're a player. You're an employee. I can't walk in my job tomorrow and say, I want that job as a manager. That's not the way that works. Right. It's, yeah, it they have to it. give me the job. Mm-hmm. I did an interview yesterday. I'm not guaranteed that job. There's no guarantee that I'm going to get that job because I did that interview. I don't matter how great I did that thing I did. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I'm at their mercy. like at their mercy when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So it's is of two minds when it comes to that. Now, with that being said, oh, let's hear what Stephen A. had to say. Stephen A. went on his soliloquy about. <laughs> um, he, he doubled down his whole thing about he don't want to play. 23 teams showed up, and you didn't show up because you want to do this. And so what he to even prove his point, he brought the wave. So what he did is apparently because he's in he's apparently in conversation with the NFL. So he got the waiver that Cap signed back when he was a player in 2011. And he also Ooh, got a, Steven did? He got a copy of the waiver that Cap signed when he was a player in the NFL. Yeah. And then he also got a copy of the waiver that they supposedly sent Cap, now the new one. And he read on TV the difference between them, which basically says, you can't sue us if you don't get signed. But then didn't, uh, like, but like blushed over like it wasn't a big deal. Motherfucker, yes, it is. Again, I understood the point of why they put it in there. But I also understand why Cat wouldn't sign that shit. Because you're basically saying, if y'all fuck me over again, mm-hmm. which is completely possible, yeah, I can't. I don't have no, I don't have no recourse. So I understand that from both sides of the coin. I truly do. My issue with Stephen A. is this: Stephen A. tends to not understand being on principle. Like Stephen A sounds to me, how you remember? Like, okay, and first of all, I don't necessarily agree with everything Monique says. But oh, you remember when Monique? Netflix, but no, like, yeah, and we're gonna talk about that too. But this actually may lead to that topic, actually. But um, when Stephen, when she was on Steve Harvey, and Steve Harvey basically like, you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta work within the system type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the literally game. the same. It, it's literally the Stone Cold Vince McMahon storyline. You gotta work within the, the system. system. Well, the system can kiss my ass. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, with that being said, that's kind of how that's the point that Stephen A. keeps saying. And Stephen A. kind of echoes some of the things I just said as far as yeah, you want to play in the NFL, so you have to acquiesce to some extent. Mm-hmm. My issue with Stephen A. 
So then, and this is where my, me and him part ways. Cap wore a Kunta Kente, uh, a Kente cloth uh, shirt to the uh, to his workout, right? Mm-hmm. Why does Steve, and nobody else mentioned this but Stephen A. You antagonized the NFL by wearing a Kente cloth shirt <laughs> to your fucking... What? What? How? Out of all the things. Okay, like... so wait. Me as a black man wearing an African-style um, garb... Apparently, because I am a black man, that antagonizes the organization that I want to play for. Ain't mm. they got a lot of black people to work there? Uh, right. I'm confused. So what you're saying is, I have to subdue my blackness to acquiesce in the NFL. It's one that thing to sign over, yeah. sign a, a waiver, but to for you to basically say you shouldn't be so black because you know that's going. And he compared it's it to wearing a, he compared it to when he wore the wore the Castro shirt. It's two different fucking things. What? Uh, Castro killed people. Right. This is an African guard. This is a traditional thing from my fucking heritage. And you are telling me as a black man, I shouldn't have wore that shirt because you were trying to antagonize the NFL. Instead of saying, I just wanted to wear that shirt. That's just like saying, so basically... As a black man, I shouldn't wear my dreads. Yeah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't wear a fro. Nope. I shouldn't. Uh, like I can't. Uh, I shouldn't do anything that black. represents my blackness. Mm-hmm. Is basically what you're saying. You don't want to offend. I don't want to offend the NFL. What the fuck are you talking about? So, the, the and the crazy part about this conversation is that Max Kellerman was the one like the fuck they what the fuck they got to do with anything? A white man <laughs> who who parades his privilege around. Am I understanding correct? No, Max Kellerman is pretty, usually the one to like pointing out the bullshit. Oh, okay. Max Kellerman used to be a rapper. Like he, and from he's from New York. Like he, yeah. Oh, and his okay. brother used to be have a rap group. They, they, it's an old video from like '94. Of them. It's like an old school hip hop video. It's hilarious. By the yeah, way, you'll have to show it to me yeah. then. But no, um, Max was like, "What the fuck? They got to do with anything?" What me wearing a Kente? So you're saying me having a, wearing a shirt of my heritage somehow offends the NFL? So are they scared of me because I'm a black man? Or are they scared of me because they, they want me to sue them? Which one is it? Like <sighs> Stephen A. He's doing everything to Stephen make sure A. Is the Steve Harvey? He's doing <laughs> oh of, yeah, of, ESPN. of sports uh-huh. commentary. I, I can see that. And he's doing the most right. My issue Very much is. So. Like I said, I can understand if you say, well, Cap had a chance and he didn't take it. But I also understood why Cap didn't take that chance because he was afraid of how the NFL was going to portray him. Exactly. Because, and and the fact that Stephen A. doesn't seem to understand that is what I have an issue with. Mm -hmm. So, Max called him out, was like, this is bullshit. What the fuck are you talking about? So, the next day... Because Stephen A. mentions, of course, was blowing the fuck up. People calling him a coon. Mm. People calling him all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. That's what $6 million um, do to you, I guess. Do you understand that he yelled? Let me see if I can find a clip. This motherfucker. And this pissed me off. Well, so this was the next day on... Uh, it was the next day, on, next day on first take. Uh-huh. And this is just a little soliloquy. And one of the things he says... I mean, actually, I'm going to point to... I got I to play it because I feel like the context of what he said is going to lead me to fucking curse him out. 
There will be no paraphrasing on this uh, this following clip. Expeditiously. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're using our big person words today. Yes, we are. Not the need. Billy, I'm not talking about the protesting. I'm a black man, you idiots. You think I have a problem with a man that is... Yes. Oh, Steven, who dropped you on your head? Okay. I am a black man, you idiots. You idiots. (laughs) You idiots. I'm a black man, you You idiots. idiots. I am a black man. You, you, idiots. you stupid idiots. Idiots. You idiot. Idiots. 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 Stupid idiots. Stupid idiots. Stupid idiots. Stupid idiots. Stupid idiots. Stupid 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 By the way, that sounds racist to say, by the way. Speaking of race. Everyone's a little bit racist. So, here's the thing. What the fuck that got to do with anything? Because what you just basically said to me, Stephen A., is because you are a black man, you are not allowed to be wrong on black subjects. Yeah, you are not to say, you basically, mm-hmm. you should yeah. get a pass on saying dumb shit uh-huh. because you're a black man. Yep, yep. Just because you're a black man don't mean you so you down for the cause, homie, as they say. Mm-hmm. You ain't down with the brothers or what they used to say in the 60s or whatever that shit is. You don't support it, blah, 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 whatever that bullshit used to say. Just because you were, you saying to me I'm a black man and that's the reason why y'all should never think I'm going to say that dumb shit is the dumbest shit I have ever heard in my goddamn life. In my 37 years of living, yep. you dumb motherfucker, you going to say to me I'm a black man. So because you a black man, I'm supposed to observe you. You know what? I used to have a co-worker. Y'all remember him, Brock. Um, oh, yeah. This guy, he, used to, he called me Uncle Tom. Because I didn't treat him differently because he's a quote-unquote black man. What happened is he called my boss a racist. My boss is the furthest from a racist person you would ever meet. And uh, this is my old boss. He's literally one of my friends. He is the furthest person you would ever meet who was racist. Like, literally. Matter of fact, when other people heard that he called him racist, they said, who the fuck you talking about? Huh? Nigga, what? (laughs) So when, now me, as if I'm your manager... Or if, if I'm a manager, one of my employees thinks I'm racist. I should probably know that. So I don't say anything that potentially offends said person, right? Mm-hmm. So I told him, hey, this person thinks... No, I didn't say something at first. It wasn't until he said it to somebody else, and they told me that he told him, I was like, no, we got to tell Art, because this is stupid. He's telling other people this bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, I, we, this right so we told him... So one night he confronted me, you, you, you told... Like, yeah, because I think he needed to know that. But you, we supposed to be brothers, nigga. No, we're not. <laughs> he must be related. As, to we are, I am not your brother. I am not your friend. I am not, nigga. I'm not your acquaintance, nigga. We work together. You are my fucking employee. And that's where it ends. And but even if you're not my employee, nigga, you are another nigga on the street. Because guess what? I don't give a fuck if we share the same skin, nigga. We are not brothers, and that does not make me. I have to agree with every fucking thing you say. Mm-hmm. But that also means just because I'm black, we don't think the same, dog. Yeah. So for Stephen A to say, 
I'm a black man. You so is. that means y'all think I would ever say that bullshit or think that way? Yes. Actually, yes. Because yeah. guess what? There are other black men that say the same dumb shit you just said. Uh-huh. There are other black men who are out there vilifying Kaepernick because he decided to take control of his own, try to control his own narrative instead of letting the NFL control the situation. Right, he, right. You, you are a black man who is here telling me T- Terrell Owens was on the show yesterday or two days ago and he says, Stephen A., I'm in the streets and Max sound more black than you. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, damn, brother. But damn. damn. But you a black man, right? You're a black, black man. I'm black Stupid man. idiot. He's black man. You idiot. He's black man. You black idiot. Man. Black man. I'm a you, black man. You, you idiot. idiot. So, I'm a black man. You idiot. I'm a black man. You stupid idiot. I'm a black man. You idiot. But guys, remember, I'm a black man. Stupid idiot. I'm a black man. Idiot. So because I'm a black man, I think like all black people. Idiot. Because black people are a hive mind. <laughs> we are the supreme intelligence. <laughs> we all think the fucking same. Yeah. We see all we know. I agree with everything. Slavery wasn't. You know choice. why I know? You know why I knew I wasn't like other black people? When I realized I wasn't fucking with chitlins. <laughs> but and that's, that's one of many reasons that I'm like, no. Oh, and that slavery was a choice. I can't fuck with you niggas. We did that to ourselves, black people. Because uh, I'm a black man. Yeah. Black man. Black man. Black man. You being a black man, I mean a goddamn thing. Because guess what? Since Cap protested, guess what? When he was protesting, mm-hmm. there were other black men um, vilifying him then, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been black men who have called him out since the shit started. Yep, yep. So for you to say to me, because you're a black man, I'm supposed to absolve you of any doubt that you support that shit is a dumb, dumb Fucking stupid. You are too fucking intelligent to say that dumb shit. You are mad because people are calling you out for being a fucking coon. Because guess what? And people that, and people, you'll hear people talk about, well, Stephen A did a lot of people black, black shit for black people. Yeah, back in the day, Stephen A was the guy who was quote unquote too black on TV. And then he got suspended too many fucking times. And he said, oh, I'm going to make a decision. Either I want to make money yep. or I want to make problems. So I'm going to I'm going to make this dance. fucking money. Bojangles. I'm going to fucking tap dance like a motherfucker. Cool. You can call me Gregory motherfucking Hines on this bitch. That's exactly what the fuck he did. He said, hey, uh, Tyler. Uh, He said, uh, he said, uh, he said, hey, uh, hey, well, no, Tyler, see, that's another narrative. People gotta stop. Hold on, hold on. I, I, people gotta stop. <laughs> Where is Tyler Perry tap dance for anybody? The nigga opened his own fucking studio yeah, it, it, and said, "Fuck Hollywood." He did that his own his own the way with his own money. The, it's the the product that he's putting out. He been yeah. doing the same shit since plays when nothing but black people was going to him, so he didn't change anything. He's literally he the I don't care. Oh, he changed was the cast in his movies. That's the, it. My thing is this: it, whether you like the content or not, the shit that he put in movies was literally the same shit he had been touring all over the country, and only black people was going to. So it's not like he 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 like tailored the shit to white people. He literally put the same content out that only black people was going to see, and the white people started to like it too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. It's not a situation. Situation where he said, "Oh shit! Oh, white people gonna like this if I put this out there." <laughs> he literally he tailored all those plays 
to black people. Only reason I'm worried about Tyler Perry was black people or you walk your, over your cousin's house and somebody got a tape of a Tyler Perry play. Yep. That's how I heard about Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. It wasn't from no white people. Nope. Those plays and black people helped him get to a point where he finally got to make a movie and then white people started to like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like saying a rapper who gets famous after only selling shots, trucking his car, oh shit, he is sellout because all the white people like his music now. What the fuck? If you don't change something, people just like it. Uh, what the fuck I'm supposed to do about that? I'm doing the same shit. I didn't change my product. If y'all don't like the product, you don't like it, but it's not the there is no different than the product he was getting before. It's just like if I made blue magic when I was selling to all my neighborhood niggas and then that blue magic shit went to the suburbs, it's the same fucking product. You mad at me because not everybody else is buying the shit? It's the same product, bro. Make it make sense. Same product. Yeah. So look, you don't have to like the content he creates, and that's fine. I, it, but again, because again, we're not a monolith. We don't all have to like the same shit. Just like I don't want to see another fucking slave movie. Yeah, me neither. No. I, I, I'm not gonna see Harriet Tubman. I don't want to see. Yeah. No, oh, we are gonna get to that shit too. Oh lord. <laughs> um, I can't wait. I don't want to. I don't want to see another slave movie. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about uh, uh, massa. I don't want to hear about the servants. Oh, I don't want to hear all of that shit. I don't want to hear none of that bullshit. I don't want to hear... No, nothing. I don't want to see driving Miss Daisy. I don't want to see nobody doing shit. Yes, We are acquiescing to some fucking old white person or whoever the fuck it is because that's the only way white people see us is that we're still their fucking servants. I don't see none of that bullshit. But what I do want to see is a black man say, I'm going to create my own shit and everybody going to like that shit and whoever don't like it, so fuck it, I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to create one of the largest fucking movie studios in the world and y'all can't do a goddamn thing about it. That he did. So as a black man, whether I like his concert or not, I gotta respect that man. So all this shit, when people try to make it seem like he's selling out or some shit or he sold out or he bought in, nigga, he did his thing his own way. Hollywood don't even fuck with him like that. Um, I know a lot of it too was also because there was issues with him not paying his actors like they were supposed to. Like other, yeah. like he the only first person to ever do that shit. Didn't, like he ain't the first person to ever do that shit. Like, look, you when you want to come up, you figure shit, you, you do shit stupid. Nigga, baby, been raping niggas for years. So was Diddy. <laughs> yep. Diddy's made a whole career off of raping niggas when it came to contracts. Yeah. And all them niggas came back for a tour. Yep. <laughs> it still ain't got paid from it. Maybe that's because he used the same people. Never mind. We won't get it. All them niggas is, is bad business deals is part of the industry. Because mm-hmm. as a business person, I'm going to look up for myself first. Yeah. Everybody don't give a fuck about you. But also, your job as a business person is also to make sure you got your shit right. You can read your fucking that's contracts. That's why Mike Bivens Read your fucking contracts. Yeah, and Know what the fuck movie. you signing. Know what the fuck you signing over. Know what the fuck you own. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you gonna get fucked in the end. That's just how it works. Yeah, niggas just don't be paying attention. Mm-hmm. So, but back to Stephen A. He a black man. You idiots. Idiot. He's a black man. Idiot. He's a black man. Idiot. He's a black man. He's a black man. Um, I just want to point out that he's he's a black man. You idiots. You idiot. You idiots. Fucking idiots. ID10T. I'm a black man, idiot. Black man, idiot. Black man, idiot. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. Black man. You idiot. I'm a black man, you idiot. Like, do you want to keep the ball rolling? I mean, we might All as well right. jump into Harriet Tubman. Hold on. So, hold on. Because the the, 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 the alternate cool. Um, I just want to point out, Stephen A. is not the only one. Jason Whitlock been doing this shit for years. Jason Whitlock is the biggest coon. No, look coon. at his last name. <laughs> Whitlock is <laughs> Jason Whitlock is the biggest coon in the world. He's uh. Stephen A. is kind of get to his level, but Whitlock has been fucking cooning. The nigga criticized LeBron when somebody wrote nigger on his house talking about LeBron ain't really mad. He don't care. He rich. Nigga don't fucking care. His kids saw that shit. You dumb fuck. <laughs> like niggas is dumb, dog. Yeah. But it's fine. It's cool. I get it. You a black man. You idiots. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Black man. And that is also the title for this episode. Black man. You, you idiots. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how we come up with these titles. Oh, <laughs> it's funny because I actually had another title for this episode in my head before we got here, but nah, that's it. With a picture that is of it. the coon of the Number year. one with a bullet. But, so, um, because we mentioned her name earlier, Monique. No, no. Monique is suing Netflix. It's a class action suit, which is very um, important. Mm-hmm. And she's suing them for gender discrimination, pay, uh, pay gaps, um, shit I'm like sorry, that. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I couldn't tell you. And, of course, she's suing because of the offer she got or didn't get or whatever. She's also, because it's a class section suit, she's like, she's uh, one of her things is about some actress that wasn't getting paid the same as her co-star or some shit, and they changed it since then, but she's using that as evidence for the pay the pay wage scap. So, so just some clip. I didn't get the offer I wanted that I thought I deserved. So, I'm going to sue the company. Mm-hmm. For discrimination yep. and racism. Mm-hmm. Now, again, have have you ever? Charlamagne said this. I don't know how she wins this lawsuit. Because have you ever watched, looked at Netflix and all the fucking women comedians, Indian comedians, black comedians, white, white comedians, mm-hmm. fucking Chinese? Italian, Mexicans. It's all walks of life are on Netflix. Women, men. So how exactly are you going to prove that because you didn't get the deal you want that there's racism going on when other people are getting deals? (laughs) Like, Hassan Minhaj Minhaj has a shocking show every Sunday. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? How are you going to prove that there is some type of discrimination when you have women getting money. You just didn't like the amount of money you were offered. Yep. We have black people, black men, David Chappelle, Eddie yeah, Murphy, like like Martin Lawrence is talking about getting like like niggas are getting money. But you those just, are people who have earned that. Which is, and I don't gonna rehash the whole Monique thing, but um my okay so this is my thing and monique is, is um guilty of the same thing that i think Nicki minaj has been guilty of a few times because we already first of all we always know there's always this perception of stereotype that black women are difficult mm-hmm. there's always been that's a as an ongoing stereotype for as long as i've been alive yep, i mean probably yep. before that mm-hmm. so it's been on for years when up so my thing is this and it's one of the things i hate when people use a, a common stereotype as an excuse for them being who they are 
if you are a bitch or uh, a, 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 just a, a difficult person, it's just who you are. Mm-hmm. You can't then say, well, it's just everybody else believes I am. For example, we talked to... Oh, I think, Amanda Seals. I was just about to bring her up. Yep. She, it was the same thing she tried to say is basically, I can't help how people perceive me or how people feel with, about things I do. Like, I just don't... I mean, maybe, potentially, I don't know. Like, <laughs> no. If you are a bitch, you are a... Like, and this is not about just her. This is men. Jason mentioned when he was on fucking Breakfast Club. Oh, the well, he kept dumb, denying the whole Kept sex. not really... I don't really know what she thought I did or I just didn't... I didn't know. I didn't. I don't know what she thought or what she felt. I didn't know her husband was there because of me. Uh, sir, come on now. You Nigga, really? Like, because he's these a black people, man. These people who are oblivious to their own like shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta know who the fuck you are and how you affect other people. Exactly. And for you to make this excuse, I don't care who the fuck you are. That oh, it must be everybody else is not me. Mm-hmm. When other and literally everybody has the same story about you. Yep. At some point, it's you. Mo- Same with the Cosby situation. 15, 20, 30 women come out of nowhere. Yep. I used to always use the analogy. If 10 people came to you right now and said your cousin's a crackhead, at different random ass times, people you don't even know, and over a course of two months, 15 different people came to you and be like, yeah, your cousin's a crackhead. Mm-hmm. At some point, you gotta believe. You're gonna be like, nigga, you up here smoking the glass, that nigga. Right. <laughs> You going to eat ass. Nobody's going to just, like, because no no 15 people don't need to do that. Unless you're getting rated by NBC. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if you're local, you know, WDIV. <laughs> Shout out to Channel 4. Um, <laughs> but this whole mindset, and so what they do is they co-opt something that is real to make it, like about them and that's what Monique's done that's what Nicki Minaj has done is oh because I'm a boss bitch or because I am (laughs) I don't take shit y'all think I'm mean or I'm a bitch and blah 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 no but Nicki got punked there are other women have literally said you tried to ruin their careers bitch yes so Monique thinks that she deserved as much or close to it a Dave Chappelle or fucking um, or Eddie Murphy or uh, a nigga no you don't no I don't even like what's her name the the white chick that was um, Amy Schumer I don't even like her comedy but she still deserves more money than you yeah cause she out here doing movies mm-hmm. and doing she and doing, comedy, doing multiple right. comedy specials pay. Monique I'm sorry even at your greatest you were not that great a fucking comedian not really I'm sorry. Even with the queens of comedy. That shit was trash. It, it wasn't was. even as big. It wasn't even in movies. It was a fucking DVD. Yeah. The yeah. kings of comedy was an actual film, bitch. Yep. It had a soundtrack. Yep. Number one standard was on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a number one standard. What, 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 what? Matter of fact, they was in the video. Yep. Oh, yeah, they were. All that. It was on your wrist. So... Before Birdman went crazy. When you... He was already crazy. Uh, Okay, right, right. He's the same guy that that tattooed a a red star on his head. Uh, Yeah. It was a helipad. It was a helipad. Oh, of course, of course. (laughs) But no, like, this whole mindset or idea that, look, I hate when people co-opt something that is a real thing to try to say, well, see, they always think this, and that's the reason why everybody thinks I'm a bitch. No, no, no. You can actually just be a bitch. It's you. You're a bitch. It's you. Like, enough people have said it about you, and mm-hmm. you can try to just, just, you know, disparage those people as much as you want. It's you. But you could just be a bitch. Mm-hmm. And you may not only acknowledge that you're a bitch, and I don't expect your husband to acknowledge it because they're afraid of you. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, I mean, but don't she let him go out and get hall past her? I don't. Yeah, because because she know he leave her. <laughs> like, you allow people to do shit when you know, like, yeah, nah, he probably leave me because I'm not that easy to deal with. Yeah, like I appreciate people who know who they are. I know who I am. I know I have a very strong personality. I know I'm not the easiest person to deal with. And you have to have a very strong personality and will to deal with me. And but, patience, too. And yeah. Very too. much patience. I don't know about the patience part. It is whatever. It is what it is. But, also, but that's me knowing who I am. I understand. And I, try, I, I, I love people who know who they are and understand their personality. Understand everybody can't deal with me. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But for you to try to co-op this whole thing about black women being difficult to make it seem like, oh, this is just them stereotyping me. And it's like, no, you could just be difficult. You could just be difficult. And mm-hmm. in some cases, it is the truth. It's not always the case, but it is, it, in this case, it could just be true that you are difficult as fuck. And that's fine. Just own your shit. That's it. But it's fine. We'll see what happens with a little lawsuit. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of what you just said about um, Harriet Tubman. Uh- Leading the world to freedom. They got to go there. Leading the people to freedom. So Harriet Tubman, um, as most people know, there is a a recent movie came out. I said I wasn't gonna come. I wasn't gonna see it, but um, the reason this came up again is because apparently one of the producers of the movie said back in like the nineties, he said when he was when he first was like thinking about making this movie, a a, a former something movie exec, he wouldn't name who it was, wanted Julia Roberts. Harriet Tubman. And when everybody in the room said, what? Like, she's black. And he said... But you can't tell the difference. He said, it's so long ago. So long ago. ago. So long ago. Can't nobody tell. He said, it was so long ago that no one will remember. No one will remember. Motherfucker. If you type, like... All of us went to school, nigga. They teach you about Harriet Tubman in fucking grade school. Uh-huh. This is back then, nigga. This, this is kindergarten knowledge. Black hey. man. You idiot. You idiot. <laughs> you idiot. I think he was probably doing a line of cocaine before that executive meeting. No, I, I think that. it was just sheer I'm sure, ignorance. but white people would do some shit like that. They, white, they had, white people. They, been, they be doing the shit. They had, they had Scarlett they? Johansson play Asians and all kinds of shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's, Samurai. Clearly, we we can't have people who are actually of that race play that race. So because yeah, yeah Julia Roberts looks so black. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> Julia Roberts wasn't even Julia Roberts in Asian Ocean's Third on Twelve. Oh nope. yeah. <laughs> nope. She was just a actress playing Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. disguised as a dude playing another dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So. <sighs> Where are we going now? Have you ever had an anxiety attack? Of course. Do you have anxiety naturally? Is it just a, um, off? Is it does it happen, or is it something that was like a one-off? Or it's on and off. Okay. Do you know anybody who has social anxiety? Maybe. I know you do. He he can't be around a lot of people unless he know you. Like just being around a crowd, he can't do it, which is the reason he don't go nowhere. Chris could have been the biggest um, graphic designer in the city if he was more social. You, sir? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm a... He's not. He, he's still within his shell 34 or 5 oh, years Oh, poor later. baby. We had to break you in that. It's, it's a thing I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think with me working in retail all the time, you kind of... <laughs> That's actually the thing that broke me out of mind. I was really shy. I mean, so retail is what helped me. You? But... <laughs> 
people that know me now do not believe that. But yeah, I was really shocked. I was very, very shocked. But um, yeah, like if if you if you take a job in like retail, it kind of forces you to break out of your shell. It does. And I kind of broke out of mine, but you know, I'm still in development in some right. places. So where are we getting at with this anxiety? So. Have you have any of you heard Summer Walker's music before? Yes. Okay, Summer Walker actually dropped her album a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's such a really good album. Yeah, I like Summer, Summer Walker. Summer Walker has alluded to, and people have criticized her, people have had comments about. So she's alluded to the fact that she has social anxiety. So, like, she, the performing shit is hard for her. And so, um, you know, she's talked about it. And there are people that have come out and said that how you gonna have how you gonna have social anxiety when you used to be a stripper and shit like that first of all you had no idea what she did to actually go out there and take her clothes off she could have been drunk drunk a lot of strippers get drunk like you have no idea some people have to do some shit to actually get to that point and do that shit Mm -hmm. it's not just some natural to them no then too i always thought that uh you know Depending on who you are and depending on the situation that you are going through, you're going to have to do something strange. For a little change. piece of change. That is true. So, um, but whatever the case may be, she's, she's, she spoke about her social anxiety and in the um, Soul Train Awards last week, there's a couple of pictures and you could just tell when she went on her award, she was very nervous. She's like, I wasn't expecting this. Thank you. And then we walked off stage. Like, it was like literally 10 seconds. People were like, well, you know, you got to stop. I'm like, why are you there? Like... Sure, people probably told her she had to go. Right. Like, you, she's she she's an artist. She's a young artist. She's, what, 19, 20 years old. She's new to this shit. And there people, if there are people tell her she had to be somewhere, she got to be somewhere. And they told you, you got to go to the see awards. This. You're nominated. You got, it's your first time. You got to go. You see the wrap it up, boss. So she you went. Go. She went. And, you know, so, yeah, she went up there and she spent six seconds thinking whoever she was because she didn't expect to win. She won. But you can't get on her because she has social anxiety. Like, people do that shit, like... Even if you have social anxiety, you st- some people still do stuff they gotta do because they gotta work. Exactly. Unfortunately, it's certain it's just something you have to do because this is what your job calls for. Mm-hmm. And in her case, her job called for her to go to the fucking award show and she, she happened to win. Mm-hmm. She wasn't expecting it, but I just feel like people need to stop criticizing people for shit they don't understand. Um, and then uh, oh, another thing about that award show, so Ari Lennox. Who else, who else I else love is? Ari Lennox. So Ari, Ari um, was a little perturbed about the awards. Because she felt like she got swamped. Okay, so she, the R&B, soul, sing, women, whatever it was, the category. Lizzo won the category. Mm-hmm. Ari That's what won. she won. Lizzo won. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Lizzo. Yeah, Ari wasn't happy about it. Mm-mm, not at yeah, all. Well. Ari, Ari's thing is, I wrote a, I, I put, a, I made a soul album. I put my soul in, is it the words he used? Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I made this great. I made this soul album. I put my entire soul into it, and I thought a soul award show I would win, or I, you know. But you gotta realize, your soul is not for everybody. Well, it's not even just that. Yeah. You got nominated first of all. But it's there's first, also politics. It's your behind. first album, first of all. But the other thing is this. Um, it just wasn't enough. It's a lot of politics behind the voting. That too, but, but it, that's 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 any anything in the industry. That's just the reality yeah, of it. It is. However, uh, another complaint was that Lizzo's album wasn't. It was more pop than soul, but they don't have a pop category. So what you right. want to do? And it's, it's, it's the black artist who yeah. sings and raps. So mm-hmm. and plays the flute. Oh, you know, what up, the fuck? Or was very the, very well. And I've heard people say yeah. accuse her of being a plant, which is whatever. Um, but my thing is this. I could make the greatest album I feel like I've ever made in my life. I could spend five years working on it. 
I can think this is the most amazing piece of work I have ever heard created. I feel like I put my all into it. It is amazing in every fucking way to me. Mm-hmm. And I can play it for my friends and they can say, this is amazing. This is great. This is fucking awesome. Everyone's going to love it. And I can put that shit out and nobody else like it. Because again, you can make, you make your album, and I understand artists are sensitive about that shit. Mm-hmm. We are. But some, like sometimes you got to understand, it ain't always meant for you to win. It's your first time, first album out, you got nominated. Take the fucking wind up. Right, just take, like this, and I understand. Just, like just this, you got the, the nomination. Like, don't worry about that shit. And I'm sure Cole gonna talk to her about it. Like, yo, because she talking about she gonna quit music. But she oh mad. no, we can't. Like, nigga, no. really, it's not that fucking serious. It's a fucking award. It's a fucking award. Speaking of that, the Grammy nominations came out. Mm-hmm. I'm a little perturbed by those because Tyler didn't get nominated for album of the year. And that's sad. The creator, right? Yes. He got nominated for a rap album of the year, which I don't even think Igor was a rap album, but whatever. Igor, Igor is not a rap But album. he's a rapper, so they put him in that stupid category. Whatever. Yeah, um, but why being Corey got nominated for rap album of the year, though, which is dope. Mm-hmm. He, it was, he, was, he, had a, he had a really album, so I'm, I'm happy for him. Okay. Um, but... But I really like Igor. I love Igor. I love Igor too. That's, like, that's, that album's amazing. That's, yeah, that's his best body of work. And to see how and it's far been progressing, because Flower Boy up to that point was his best body of work. He just keeps going. Right. Um, the one thing I'm mad is Rhapsody did get nominated, which she was pissed about too. But yeah, I saw the I saw the Flats interview in freestyle. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Rhapsody was on a tear. I wish Flats had let her, let, her, let her go longer, but. Yeah. Time constraints and all that. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I just feel like... On one hand, I understand why people as artists, you want to f- be recognized by the what is considered the highest honor in your field. I get that. But as black people, we also have to understand that these white people who are in charge of this don't know our culture enough or understand our culture to really say and judge our culture <laughs> mm-hmm. to the... F- extent that they should so it's one of those things where it's kind of it's frustrating and I get it it's one of those things where you kind of you feel like shit I put all this work into this and they just don't understand when 50 was the biggest thing in the world didn't win best new artist um when Kendrick was the best rapper in the world and Macklemore won mm-hmm. um and people were mad about that. A lot of people about mad about that. women. Yeah, yeah, because he's white. And then why? Why is a white man winning in the rap category? Blah blah blah. You know, and most of the people that I remember when that happened, because I argued with a bunch of people, because a lot of people just didn't know who Macklemore was. They knew he was a pop, like they didn't know his grind and what he did. Like Macklemore, rappers respected Macklemore, so it wasn't, it wasn't anything. But it, it, people still, you know, it still was his his race did play a role too. I'm sure, but. It's, at the same time, it wasn't like he was just some out of nowhere guy like, who just was like, you know, Macklemore robbing from the culture a, or anything like that. Macklemore was the G Easy of that time. Like a guy who's been out here and started. Why do don't like G Easy for some reason, though? It was funny. Why? I saw somebody criticize but it, it, I, You know what? Wait a minute. It was, um, I don't really take it a grain of salt because Mike Phelps criticized everybody. <laughs> well, he criticized everybody somewhere. Yeah. So. Um,. But no, it was it just I just felt like people need to understand that it's not always meant for you to win, you're not gonna always win. It's just like um 
I've been on the gang of interviews in the last two years, and I haven't gotten any of those jobs. I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten offered. So, and I had to remind myself that it's, it's not always meant for you. Sometimes you, you may think it's meant for you, but it's not meant for you, and it's, it's not always your moment. Sometimes you have to wait till the time comes, and that's just the reality of it. It's not an easy pill to swallow at all because I've been frustrated multiple times, and Same. Same. it's just it's just one of those things that you have to you have to roll with the punches to kind of move forward because right come back better and come back better that's it come back better and say fuck it I got a chip on my shoulder I'm gonna come back and kill this shit and what's meant for you will will come to you yeah every time I come with a situation like that I take that in stride like alright bet cause you don't know what, what could be on the other side of that like it could have been some bullshit that you would have had well, to deal it's with. the music industry. The music industry is already bullshit enough. It but, is. I mean, But yeah. at the same time... Entertainment industry, period. Entertainment industry in general. Yeah, is you're right. You're right. Bullshit. Just entertainment in general. But at the same time, it's like... You knew what you signed up for, going back to the... But a lot of them don't. That's the thing. People yeah. don't. They, like, they they think they know because you 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 see, okay, you see it. Like, it's one thing to see it externally and kind of watch other people go through it, but it's different when you go through it. Mm-hmm. Everybody think they prepare for it, but until it happens, and they're like, this shit is way harder. Um, some yeah, artists, it's, like, it's, it's just like being an artist and being like, I love putting out music, but performing for some people sucks. That was one of the things Summer Walker was talking about. Like she hates like the performance stuff is it's rough for her. Like being on that stage because you got all eyes on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's one thing when I'm in a studio, yeah, I'm by, by myself and with a few people that I, I care about or I'm trusting or whoever it is, mm-hmm. I'm isolated in that space where it's not a lot of people. I can control that space. Yeah. When you on a stage and you got a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand or more people. That shit's pressure. A lot of people can't deal with that shit. That shit's mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I used to have stage fright. And stage fright is a real thing. It is. Like, yeah. it stage, I used to have that shit. I used to have stage fright. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's not an easy thing to get over. Like, you, everybody, some people just never do get over it. Like, Ro, my cousin, back when he was a kid, he had an opportunity to do a commercial. It probably would, his life could have been different with that commercial. If but he had. he had stage fright and Aww. he got in front of the camera and froze. Aww. Yeah. And you know, shit happens. You just never know what, like, but you think you're ready for it until you get in front of that camera and you're like, uh, it's like the B Rabbit effect. Yep. You get on that stage Choking and you're that. like, shit. Yeah. I mean, in your head, I'm the best at what I do. I do this shit in my sleep. I'm going to murder this shit. Just, I'm about to kill it. And then, free. And that's that why fucking I, like, camera, them, them, them bright lights hitting you, but oh. That's why a lot of actors, I mean, we always kind of get into this debate because some actors do not, they refuse to do stage acting because it is a lot of pressure. You, When you're in front of the camera, you can get as many takes as you want to if you fuck up. You only have one shot when you're on stage. Mm-hmm. If you fuck up, you basically got to find a way to work around that fuck up. You, you got you to gotta ad-lib your whole ass. Life. You know, a lot of people can't ad-lib. Yeah, no, a lot of people can't. A lot of people. Improv is the more proper improv, term. Improv is a uh, gift. I know. Improv in general is not easy. A lot of people can't do it. That's like when who, who's learning anyway. Like, like people don't understand how hard that, that shit yeah. is it to is. do. Yeah. Like, like, Wayne Brady is amazing because that shit is not easy to like, just sit up there and just come off the cuff with shit like, and it be fun. You have to everybody be in tune. And it's a gift. I mean, I... I studied improv when yeah. I was in college. Everybody so who's it, done who's not has like this 
It's just like doing Saturday Night Live. That shit ain't easy either. Because you rehearse all week and you still live. You still fuck up. It's not recorded. And you have to sometimes read cue cards, too. Like, yeah. It's still... You can still fuck up. You can still make mistakes. People do it all the time. Yep. Like, we, um... We we do a thing at work. We do this quarterly call where this year they did it differently. What we had to like usually you just it was just like multiple areas like reporting stuff on one call, so you you only get like twenty minutes for your area. This year they said okay, you got the whole call, and y'all got to come up with something. And so now you got to keep two hundred people who are on this conference call roughly, including your senior VP, your VP of the, the entire fucking division. All of these people are on this call listening to your. You talk about your area and with the things you're doing in your area, and you got to make that shit interesting for fucking 45 minutes to an hour. Ooh. That shit's rough, yes. and it's not like you're in front of people. That's you're hard. on the phone, mm-hmm. and it's hard. It's, it's so hard. It's hard we to spend we spend weeks because you know you got people engaged the whole time, right? Like because especially on a conference call, I'm I'm falling on a conference call all the time. So, keeping people engaged, especially when you're giving information, is not the fucking easiest thing. So, we spent weeks coming up with a theme on what we're going to do. It was rough at first. Some areas, coming like they tried to do things where they tried to record video and try to play the video over it and kind of talk, you know, at certain points in the video would match up. The unfortunate part is you're doing this over a Skype meeting. So, the, the data transfer, it skips. It don't, it don't flow right. So, we had to realize that shit don't work. Like, there's so many different things that you growing pains through this process that a lot of areas went through so trying to figure out the best way but at the same time trying to fit, make the shit not sound like you're reading from a script it's not like like you know the shit you're supposed to say mm-hmm. as opposed to coming like yeah Greg yeah so what we're doing is in my area we're gonna it just you gotta make it sound natural like yeah, we having a conversation. And that's just not easy for everybody. Everybody's not, you know, they're not good trying to, you know, sound natural when they're reading information um, or studying lines or whatever the case may be. So that shit was, it's nerve-wracking as hell every time we do it. And we did our last one a few weeks ago, and, you know, and we've done good the entire year, but, like, everybody can't do this shit. You have to, like, we had to add funny spots in there, like, to break up the monotony of it, like, you know, funny little things and shit like that, and it, it worked out, but it's... That shit's rough. Everybody can't do that shit. Nope. That's why I respect people who do acting and shit. Yeah. And I tell people in my time. head, I always joke is that I wish I, I would love to do a movie one day, but it, I don't know. I have no idea if I would be good at that shit. Uh, I can tell you that much. It, it, it tests your patience and it will drive you nuts. And I'm speaking from experience. We're about to rewind this, by the way. Um, but yeah, it's just, like I said, I. I Improv and being on stage. This is like being a stand-up. Like that's why you have people who think stand-up com- um, comic com- um, comedy is not. It's not easy. That shit's hard as hell. It's like that episode of Fresh Prince when D.L. Hughes was on there and, oh, uh, yeah. and Will thought you could just go on stage and do that shit. It's like, nah, nigga. There's a skill to this shit. It is because you on stage and it's just you, bro. It's just you. And you have to keep that folk, the crowd's attention. Right. You know, I've, had, I've had many people in my lifetime tell me I should do stand-up comedy and. I know I'm gonna bomb. <laughs> That's why yeah, I never pursued it. Yeah, because it's one thing, it. and even people tell me like, "Oh, maybe you should try to, and you know, venture into comedy." It's like, well, I do comedy based off of a script or whatever comes to my head. And even though, kind of, sort of, that's what Kevin Hart explains is like some of their materials kind of basically scripted, but even still, 
And the thing is, it's scripted as far as they write their jokes. Right. Yeah. But then they practice those jokes for months before you ever see it. Exactly. And they go to like little small clubs and little local comedy spots, and they do. And that's the reason why a lot of those places they don't allow recording there because a lot of those guys they go practice their their set mm-hmm. at those local spots. They might pop into the Laugh Factory in L.A. or something like that, right. And practice their set because they're working on new material, mm-hmm. and they go in and see what's gonna work, what's not gonna work, and then that's the shit that ultimately ends up one of them fucking movies or some shit or HBO special or whatever the case may be. Right. But they work on that material for months, which is why you usually may see a comedian use the same material. If you go see them, mm-hmm. it may be similar material than if you saw them, like, if it was that same year. Because they may run off that same material for a year before they switch it up. Right. They may change a couple jokes here and there. I remember when Cat Williams was really big and I went to a couple of shows, some of the material was the same. Yeah. It's like, because you run off the same material for a while before you switch it up. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just, you've been working on material. You might add a couple, you might change a couple things here and there, add another joke here and there until you change to the set changes totally. But yeah, you work on that shit for you for a while. So it's just it's like back in the day, um, back in the old days of wrestling when they used to wrestle territory, they would wrestle the same match for fucking months. Same fucking match. Same two people for three months on the road in different places. Because it's still new to those people there. Right. Mm-hmm. They ain't seen it. They, it's not on they, TV. They've it's heard of they heard never of seen match, it, right? They never seen it. They've right. heard of the, the Iron Sheik and the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So it's just it's one of those things, man. But yeah, um So uh last thing I think I want to say. So you um you guys saw what happened in the NFL last week, the helmet situation? Yes. <laughs> All right, it's, so most people know. It's funny, but Clue it's me not in. funny. You know, so, Miles, so Miles Garrett, who plays for the Cleveland, so this is the end of the game. Cleveland Browns are playing the Steelers. Um, Miles Garrett, who's a tackle, he's a he's a defensive. I think he's a defensive end or linebacker for the Browns. Mm-hmm. He goes in and he um, he he's um, grabs their quarterback Mason Rudolph, and he gets him like this. Like he has him like he's holding him, and like they end up going to the ground or whatever. As he has, he's laying on top of Mason. Mason starts to try to pull his helmet off. He's twisting his helmet around. So Miles gets pissed. Miles gets up, grabs his helmet off of of Mason, and, and mind you, Mason also kicked him in the nuts to whatever went to the ground. So, so all these things are happening. Hey. Yeah. So he grabs Mason's helmet with one hand and pulls this nigga so head. This nigga pulls him off the ground with the helmet and rips mm-hmm. it off his head. Right. So now, while he pull, he pulls his helmet off or whatever, so now my um Garrett, Garrett, Miles Garrett is getting held back by other members of the Steelers team. And as he's getting pushed back and held back, here comes Mason Rudolph with no helmet running towards him to get his face. Oh. So Miles is being held back, and, he, and, and here comes Mason Rudolph. Now... Miles still has the helmet in his hand. Mm-hmm. It's just like if a guy's coming at me, I'm a swing, and he's like, he will punch him. The helmet just happens to be there. Mm-hmm. So he's getting held back. He don't know if this dude trying to hear, because the dude brain, you rushed up on him. You didn't have to. You rushed at him. Here's the here's the hit right here. He yeah. like he rushed at him and you didn't have to. You could have stayed away from him. So he rushed at him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm back, so I swing and he swung the helmet and get him on with the fucking helmet. Sitting on his. And everybody is like, like everybody in NFL players and everybody's like, you don't hit a guy with a helmet, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's fine. I get that part. 
But the issue I have with it, and because Miles Garrett ended up getting suspended for the rest of the season yeah. mm-hmm. because of it, rightfully so, which is fine, and I, and I get that because he just won't get a helmet. However, however, Mason Rudolph didn't get a game. Mind you, he started the entire thing. Right. Because mm-hmm. he didn't have to rush at him at all. Especially with no helmet. Especially with right. no helmet. That's already, that's already what? Uh, like 50 concussion? people in the... Like, you didn't, and I'm getting held back, so I can't really defend myself. Right. And you rushing at me, I'm going to swing whatever I got in my fucking hand, bro. Right. And that's yeah. exactly yeah. what happened. coming at me, everything is a Get the so fuck away. So they suspended him? They suspended him. the guy who hit him, the, the guy who swung the helmet yep. for the rest of the season. He, um, he the got suspended guy, for for self-defense, basically. Yeah, but they, they don't view it that way yeah. um, because he hit him with a helmet, which is what the reason why he got suspended for so long. And you but don't then hit they, people with no helmets with your helmet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, it's you know what I'm saying? It's actually really, you know what's really dope? You really got punk, though. He hit you with your own helmet. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> You got hit with your own helmet. Like, what happened? I got hit with my own helmet. (laughs) How'd that work out for you? Boom! You idiot. (laughs) Now, of course, he appealed the suspension. They got they they upheld it. Um, because he and also during it, he said he um he heard Mason Rudolph said a racial slur to him, but no, they they said they can't prove it. So whatever. But I heard, I heard it was because he didn't like the way he got tackled. Which, yeah, but like you try to, you, the only reason I took your helmet off is because you tried to take mine off. Right. You started trying he's to take mine. eye for eye at that point. You, at that point, yeah. you took, tried to take my helmet off, tried to take, I took yours off. The only reason, the only thing is I was successful at it. Yeah. Because I picked your ass off the ground with one hand. Baller. Indubitably. <laughs> so, but whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, you can turn it off because it's. Right, so that whole situation was interesting because, um, personally, I, I feel like Mason Rudolph got what he deserved because you shouldn't rush at me. I feel like it's no different than any other situation. I say yeah. if he if he didn't have anything in his hand, mm-hmm. he would have punched him, but he was still holding the helmet, so he swung with what he had. Unfortunately, right. it just so happened he had the helmet in his hand. Mm-hmm. If he had just had if he had anything, he would have punched him, and mm-hmm. it would have been the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a hot, it was basically a football game that turned into a hockey match. Yeah, pretty much. So. But it is what it is. Um, it's what it is. I, I'm, I don't really feel sorry for him. Me neither. Um, y'all got anything else? Y'all want to touch on anything else going on? Any issues? Any concerns? Any quizzical thoughts? Conundrums? Quiet Myers? Uh, giggity, giggity, giggity. giggity. Y'all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I say that shit to my employees all the time. The, quick, the quizzical thoughts? Conundrums? Quiet Myers? My old business law professor used to say that shit in every class. <laughs> and so I say that shit to my employees all the time. They hate me. So they always like, please say that shit. I say, cuz. I do. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Alright, so um with that means I don't have shit else to talk about. Um no. I think we touched on everything. Because you're a black man. You idiot. I'm a black man, you idiot. You idiots. idiots. <laughs> um but uh um oh, hopefully Chris will be back more often. He, he keeps this. I know we miss you, Moppy. C Wade. I miss y'all too. He married. His, uh, yeah, wife be having basically. a lockdown. It's, it's, he got, got a curfew too. Got shit mm-hmm. going on. It's like I kind of have no car right now, literally. What's because she has it? No, because it's hit. What happened to your car? What it got hit on Halloween? The fuck it mean? What are you hit doing where? on Halloween, sir? Well, I'll talk about it off later. All right. Okay. Man. Oh God. Um, I don't even want to know. All right. Well, probably was traffic is an illegal contraband. Um, <laughs> this whole thing is a, is a front. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no. Uh, all right. Well, I don't have anything to talk about. Um, 
I know Ashley always has a shameless plug, um, but uh, <laughs> you already know my oh yes, <laughs> Black and Brown Theater and Angel Tree um, program is presenting an adaptation of Christmas Carol, which I will be in, <laughs> and that is uh, December fourteenth, fifteenth, and I believe the eighteenth and nineteenth. I thought I thought this nigga was about to say Undergrowth. I'm like, you a Power Ranger? Go go. Power also, I, I, I made this point earlier because somebody posted a Power Rangers thing, and I said I am still upset that the word more phenomenal was ever uttered in the world in our lexicon. Um, Listen, it was a vibe, Bacon. More phenomenal. 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 I'm still mad. When I was at Comcast, Comcast, with they were like when you, I got my my welcome email to the like welcome like welcome new Comcaster. What the fuck is a Comcaster? Yeah, they gave me that one too, and or, I was like, um, what? This is Comcastic. Motherfucker, if you don't get out my face, dog. <laughs> if you don't get out my fucking face, dog. Uh, your high ass prices Com- getting over on people. Comcastic. Yeah. Whatever ain't number. They know they number the rising of freaking cable. Yeah, basically. Um, um, all right. Well, um, you can follow the podcast at. Donald the King Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook and DWTK Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can follow myself, The Real Will K or THA Will, Will K on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also follow C Way to go who lives revenge on Twitter on Instagram. And you can follow Ashley uh, K Evans on um, Facebook and that's Ashley K on K-A-Y. Instagram. K A Y. I don't I'm so I, proud of you. <laughs> K-A-Y. It's Ashley A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. That is how you spell it. Don't deceive these people. All right. So um, I'm done. Seaway, Fearless, Rebel Moore. Yee-yee. All that good shit. Um, Ashley and her acting credits. Excited. Maybe one day she'll get an EGOT and actually make all this shit worth it. I will, so Um, fuck off. Squad, gang, gang. Ghost. Yo. um, Shouts to 2AM. 2AM gang all day. Squad, gang. Shouts to KC in Miami being a a cake. Um, All right. Well, everybody have a good holiday. If we want to talk to you before then, um, eat eat good and be merry and all that other shit. Um, I'm going to avoid bacon if I can, but I'm probably not. No, there's no chance. I have a grocery shopping because apparently we're going to Ohio. All right. Well, with that being said, you guys have a good day. We out. Good night. Good shit. Goodbye. You idiot. Goodbye.